0: I actually thought that it was Kate being a grown up, Megan being a grown up, and you know, how nice to go have a day at the tennis. Megan is different. She's ambitious. She's had a career, she's pushed herself forward. I think the criticism's really unfair. I do think she's made a couple of bad calls, but you know, don't we all? It's human for William if he has, as has been reported, you know, questioned whether his brother should be marrying Megan. It's all just human and I think we need to there needs to be a lot more acceptance.
1: Hi there, and welcome to New Idea Royals. It's the only podcast that reveals what really goes on behind palace doors. I'm Zoe Burrell, and today we will be talking all about the re-emergence of Meghan, whether she really is Diana 2.0, and Prince Harry's shock snub. Joining us today to share her amazing knowledge is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard morning, Zoe. Hi, Angela. How are you doing? I'm oh, great. Well, lots more royal stories today, which we
0: love. A lot happening. In fact, we've seen lots of them. They've been out and about a Haven't lot this they? week. Yeah, it's the British summertime, so it's always, you know, spot a royal time. Then they nest in the winter, which, as you know, lasts for nine months. So we make the most of it while they're out and about.
1: <laughs> exactly, don't we? And of course, it seems to be back to besties again in the War of the Windsors. What do you make of Kate and Meghan's Wimbledon appearance?
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because everybody's jumped on board this and saying, is it a PR exercise or is this a genuine friendship? And what I've, I've looked at the footage and I've thought a bit about it. And I think this is Kate being a decent person. She is a good, well brought up, kind, Ultimately, very friendly person. She's really confident in what she's doing, and I think what she's done is gone. Yeah, we went to the tennis last year together. Let's go again. Let's make it an annual event. She popped her uh, Megan between herself and her sister Pepper, which I think was you know it could have been so easy for the sisters to sit together and then put Megan on the end. She made her feel clearly very welcoming. You could see that Kate was taking the lead. Um, she was the one that turned to Megan. She took her sunglasses off to talk to her. a few uh, body language experts, which I always um to be fair, <laughs> I listen to body language experts when it seems to fit with my theory and I dismiss them when they don't. And on this occasion, I'm dismissing them because what happened, a few of them have said, oh no, Megan was, you know, had her torso towards the court and didn't turn to face Kate. I think probably poor Megan who got a hammering over the tennis where she had the seats were cleared around her and that she was um asked security guards apparently to get people not to take uh, pictures of her that exploded really badly really bad PR for her and I think, Kate knew that had happened for her. She wanted her to have a nice occasion. It was Serena, her friend. I actually thought that it was Kate being a grown-up, Megan being a grown-up, and, you know, how nice to go have a day at the tennis. I mean, one of the great things about being royal is that you actually get to go to this stuff. You know, you have people looking at you constantly, but you actually get to go to nice things and sit in the sunshine and, you know, eat strawberries and cream and that sort of thing. Um, Not that we see much of them doing that. So what do I think? Is it a PR exercise? In part, but is it uh, a genuine friendship? I don't think they are the same people, but I think that they are both growing up enough. I mean, they're both uh, 37. They're old enough to be uh, know how to speak to each other and they're going to be family for the rest of their lives. And so I think there's uh, a move there to make sure, not just for the public, but for themselves, that it's seen that they are, if not friends, then at least Amicable. Amicable. Exactly. That's
1: what I thought watching. Kindly to each other.
0: Um, you know, I think the issue is more with Harry and William. I think it stems more from there. Mm. Also, Megan's a new mum in a country where she hasn't lived for very long, having given up her job, having everyone forgets that that new motherhood is terribly disorienting. It can be, you can feel terrible, your boobs hurt, you know, your baby, your tummy, (laughs) it feels awful and you can't sleep and you feel self-doubting and, you know, God, all you need is a friend. So I think
1: Kate was being that person. Yeah, it was quite nice seeing them interact like that. Yeah. And I think a great idea to bring Pippa along as well. Yeah. I, well, she's a new mum too, you see. So I think, look, at
0: Megan needs friends, you know. She was at the polo and she was criticised for um, holding the baby the wrong way. And, I mean, honestly, if you're royal and you're taking your baby to the polo and the baby could do a spurty number two at any point, <laughs> which is, you know, oh, yeah. when well, you think about it, it's midsummer. It's not like, you know, it could happen and that could be captured on, you know, you'd be a- <laughs> You'd be a bit nervous, wouldn't you? I mean, this, I certainly would. This is what happens when you have a baby is these things happen and people don't think about that. They just think, oh, was well, she holding it correctly? The poor woman's probably terrified that she's going to drop her baby or that it's going to scream or she's going to let its head drop. Or, um, Honestly, it must be, um, you know, it was her first proper sort of impromptu outing with Archie. Uh, you know, we've seen a few staged pictures, but I, I do feel a bit sorry for her at the moment.
1: I just um, hope she's enjoying it. Yes, I know. Well, she has been out and about quite a lot, hasn't she, at she the moment? She has.
0: So a couple of times at the tennis, the Lion King premiere. Um, she's obviously been to the polo. It's good that she's getting out. I think, you know, what we forget about royal life is that we think of all the privileges, but we don't often think about all the the downsides to it and the curtailment of normal life. She can't pop down to the local park and walk in the sunshine, uh, without you know everything she does has to be micromanaged and thought through. And you know you can get a bit stir crazy at home, so I'm glad that she's getting out. I'm glad that she's meeting Beyonce. I'm glad that she's sitting there having a girl's day at Wimbledon. You know, I think it's important. She's going through a major adjustment, and I think that the fact that she's getting out there and getting back to her old life, you know, she's got certainly got the funds to pay for childcare, hasn't she?
1: Exactly. But mm. it's nice seeing her out and about. Yeah, and. It's kind of unfortunate, though, that she has had some of that criticism. It is. And look, it's, there was this interesting
0: piece uh, in the Telegraph at the weekend. Miranda Devine wrote a piece saying that uh, this is Diana 2.0, that Meghan is actually you know, sitting dark and that she's getting the treatment that was dished out to Diana. Now, there was a lot of comments on that piece saying, clearly quite venomous towards Megan that people you know people have to pitch the two of them against each other Kate and Megan I don't think that she is Diana 2.0 I think she's doing things very differently I think she's cohesive she's got a good strong marriage I think she communicates evidently communicates well with her husband. She's a lot older than Diana was when she was sort of immersed in the royal family. The whole system works differently now. It's not these gossiping courtiers. It's actually the royal couple themselves. They have their own Instagram. They, they put through their own messages. So I don't think it is Diana 2.0. I think that there is adjustment as there is with any stage of life. But I don't think she is like Diana. That said, I think she's a bit other. She's not she's American. She's an actress. She's mixed race. She's a little bit what we don't quite know. And so there's sometimes it, it's out of fear or um or just that need to feel, you know, that we know everything or that we're we're happy with it. But Megan is different. She's ambitious. She's had a career. She's pushed herself forward. I think the criticism's really unfair. I do think she's made a couple of bad calls. But, you know, don't we all? Don't we all when we're trying a new job? And effectively, she's still in the probation period as a royal, um, which is not to say she's going to be sacked from it, but there's a learning period. And in any job, there's a learning period. And I think we need to go a bit easier on her. I mean, she's holding a baby. The baby's alive. The baby's fed, full stop.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I mean, we sort of don't want to see it go down that Diana route with Megan, do we? No,
0: and I don't think it has to. I think that Look, I do think they need to fine-tune their PR. I think coming out and saying, you're not going to get this and you're not going to get that, it gets people's backs up, it gets the media's backs up. In fact, in the um, Sunday Times at the weekend, there was a piece written by a very, very good columnist, she's very funny, called Camilla Long, and she said that the job of the royals are that uh, we pay a new pose, which is a pretty (laughs) strident viewpoint. Isn't it? I don't agree. Look, they are funded by the public purse. We know the renovations to Frogmore Cottage uh, came out of obviously taxpayers' money. But also let's think about how much tourist dollars and tourist pounds, for instance, the royals bring in. I mean, when they came here, the various places that they visited, you know, Fraser Island was on the world stage. Various, um, you know, parts of Dubbo and that sort of thing—places that wouldn't get that kind of attention. We have to remember that they shine a spotlight not only on good causes and on um, uh, and the work they do in the Commonwealth, but also. As a sort of institution that draws interest. So I think to say, you know, we pay, you pose is, is really unfair. They are people too. And they, this is a genuine love affair between her and Harry. And I think having gone, seen three of the Queen's children separate and subsequently divorce, all people really want is for them to have good, strong, You know, fulfilling marriages. They married later and you'd think that they'd have the life skills to to make them work. And certainly it's a lot harder to make it work than when there's constant criticism. Megan said to not read that stuff. Everyone says she doesn't read it, but come on, it's got to filter through.
1: Oh, it'd be so hard not to, isn't it? I'd want to look at everything that was said about me. (laughs)
0: Look, I think she's probably done enough psychological work to know that that's not a smart thing to do, but she would be fully aware of the general flavour. In fact, I saw that she had been criticized. For not actually liking tennis, and then I saw that Serena Williams had said she really likes tennis. So <laughs> clearly, Serena had read that that and wanted to sort of um, clarify that she does indeed like tennis. So look, she's hammered on every side. And I know. It's I mean, not even fair. if
1: she didn't like tennis, she's there to support her friend, yeah, so. exactly. Or maybe <laughs> a she's necking a champagne in the in the, <laughs> the
0: VIP lounge. <laughs> Good honour. I would be too if I was her. You got to Well, probably not with the breastfeeding, but you know, a sip, a sip and a half. Um, Anyway, yeah, they do do get hammered. But uh, I think, yeah, I think we should give her a break.
1: Well, of course, kind of a fun outing. She's at the Lion King premiere with Harry. I loved that. These pictures are great. And I didn't realise she'd never met. Beyonce before you'd think that they would know each other. I I mean, either you know,
0: of course, that they are American and they're in the public eye, so we think, oh, they should know each other. But of course, they haven't. In fact, we were just having a conversation at Channel Seven: is who would you like to meet best? Would you rather meet Beyonce and Jay Z, or would you rather meet Harry and Meghan? Who would you rather meet? Oh, Harry and Meghan. Yeah, really. What (laughs) about you,
1: Dennis? (laughs) Oh, so
0: I because I have seen with my own eyes, Harry and Meghan. So I would rather meet Beyonce, actually. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think she'd be a bit naughtier. I think she'd be better at conversation. Anyway, <laughs> uh, back, to the, back to the point. Um, the um, Isn't that terrible? A royal correspondent saying she'd rather meet Beyonce than <laughs> Harry and Meghan. Anyway, um, they had a great chat, uh, the Lion King premiere. Meghan looked really happy. They threw their arms around each other, actually. And I think it's that kind of solidarity where, you know, American, when new mums, according to um, – those that were there, they said that um, Beyonce had given her the advice that they need to. Harry and Meghan need to take time for themselves as well when you have a new baby for them as a couple. And that they said how adorable Archie was. So uh, look, I reckon. Uh, I reckon the other sorts that'll be great mates, and that you know, um, down the track, that you know, I can you can imagine Amal Clooney and George Clooney and Beyonce and Jay Z and them sitting. In a room, like having dinner together, wouldn't that isn't be that, a cool night? Yeah, that's the
1: dinner yeah. t- you'd want to get
0: invited to, isn't exactly. it? <laughs> well, the clonies do go; they they do have dinner together quite regularly. So I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's a really good, um, you know, s- table for six, isn't it? Wouldn't it that is. be fun? I'd know, love to know what do we, they talk about. i get an
1: invite for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know
0: you'd have to go and get that job. But um, at uh, Frogmore Cottage is the is the sort of in you know the the butler or the or the you know the dresser or something to get some info. Yeah. Oh, there are
1: jobs coming up occasionally, Zoe. Oh, well, there you go. I'll keep my eye out. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, I love the fact that she was out at the Lion King premiere and, um, you know, gorgeous dress, that beautiful, beautiful black dress. And, you know, she does wear a lot of black, though, but she looked, you know, she looked like she was having fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what she needs, I think, yeah. at the moment, a bit of fun yeah. night out without the baby. <laughs> Any new mum
0: does. Oh, well, I remember my first night out, though, I got called back because the child, my daughter wouldn't stop screaming. So luckily, I'm sure they have very expert people caring for them so that yes. that, that doesn't
1: happen. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, though, Prince Harry snubbed someone at baby Archie's christening, we found yeah, out. What this, happened there? Well, actually, I, I didn't really know just at the time, but um, Diana's
0: two sisters were there. Jane Fellows and Lady Sarah. I have to remember lots of things. But Charles... Diana's brother wasn't there now people have noticed that he he wasn't there the reason being look kind of there was an old falling out when Diana was going through a really terrible time with Charles she did ask her brother Charles asked her brother Charles if she could go and live on the Orthop estate and Charles said he'd think about it he gave it a couple of weeks and then he turned around and said actually no my wife and I don't want all the press to be around and we don't want uh police and we don't want attention if she was there was a garden cottage or something that she wanted she just wanted a bit of a break and a bit of uh, you know about uh, out of the london eye and he turned her down and and in the letters that obviously william and harry now own there's there's a lot of detail those the the wording in the letter was released and it's sort of it's very selfish it's like sort of here was her sister very plaintively wanting her brother's protection and support and and he let her down and i think you know william and harry They don't have that closeness with their uncle that you might expect. They do have a closeness with um, Sarah and Jane. uh, And there's some speculation that one of those could have been a godparent. But clearly, the relationship with Charles isn't there. And of course, Charles memorably gave the speech at Diana's funeral, which was incredibly divisive. He was very critical of the royal family. And at the time, it was sort of he got huge claps because everyone was on Diana's side and it was polarizing the royal family versus the Spencers. But it really... It it was too harsh. It was over the top at a time that everybody was trying to deal with that grief and, you know, a really difficult situation for the royal family. Diana wasn't perfect. She was fallible as well. And both she and Charles and the royal family contributed to all the murk and machinations that happened at that time. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, But I think... Uh, Charles further inflamed that when he could have calmed that and, you know, failed to act like a grown-up, really. Anyway, Harry is obviously not besties with him. He wasn't at the christening um, and a few people have asked why and that's the reason why.
1: Oh, it's quite sad, isn't it?
0: Look, and that's the thing we forget when we're constantly sort of examining this family, that if we were to put a spotlight on any one of our families, um, you know, there's there's always – there's always problems. There's always issues. There's tension that's human. You know, it's human to have tension. It's human to miscommunicate. And it's human to feel, uh, you know, that, that one person's superior and the other one's inferior. It's human to one up. It's it's human to doubt. It's human for William if he has, as has been reported, you know, questioned whether his brother should be marrying Megan. It's all just human. And I think we need to, there needs to be a lot more acceptance of families um, and particularly this one.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, I guess we're all just lucky that our lives don't play out in front of the media. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. I know. Oh God, you wouldn't want mine in there. (laughs) Um, And sort of moving on to a fun one, I kind of finally wanted to ask, it turns out that one member of the royal family has a secret talent that we knew nothing about
0: yeah who knew this is Zara Tyndall. so she's been uh at this golfing event with her husband Mike who I think I think this couple of the best royals and I love them they too. are funny they're great. and apparently he at all the royal events Mike Tyndall's just the comedian you know he's a former <laughs> rugby player he's funny as he's got this broken nose he looks like he's slammed into the back end of a bus he's got this bald head and he's a great dad he's always rollicking with his um daughters he was playing at this two-day golf event and Zara and the kids went down as well I mean they really are just Mr and Mrs Ordinary they don't have titles anyway they turn up there's a dinner that evening and there's kind of karaoke and Zara gets (laughs) up there and apparently now oh what's the song it's the Paul Simon song You Can Call Me Elle and she's Absolutely word perfect. I mean, that sounds like a, would you agree? It's a hard song to sing. Mm. That's a hard song yes. to manage, I reckon, <laughs> particularly when Paul Simon does it. You know, he's, he's brilliant. And apparently she was word perfect, pitch perfect. And, um, really funny. It was, some of it was caught on video. I love the way that, um, they are sort of free of that constant spotlight uh you know and they, and look they use their royalty for good she's spoken a lot in the past about the miscarriage that she had between her two daughters and how affecting that was I really like them they're really they're the kind of level of royal if you had to be royal i think you'd want to be yes, you know you don't exactly. want to be the a-listy number one royals megan <laughs> and kate because you know you never get any attention you don't want to be some you know 28th in line to the throne and nobody remembers your name but just there in the middle you know zara and her brother uh peter phillips i think that they're the best ones usually and beatrice yes but Ever since they had the, wore those funny hats, there's been a lot of um, <laughs> there's been a lot of um, criticism of it. I reckon Zara's the one I'd want to be if I had to be a royal I think so too. Yeah. And gosh, and can she ride a horse, that girl? I mean I know. she's amazing. Like mom, horse rider, you know, obviously wife and now singer. She can do everything, can't no, she? It
1: doesn't sound like there's anything she can't do. I know.
0: <laughs> she sounds great. And I
1: love that they seem so down to earth as yeah, well Yeah, exactly. Couple. And they
0: had a little bit of a scandal once. I remember when he was in New Zealand for the World Cup and he went AWOL for a little bit of time. Ooh. And so, you know, it's not like they're perfect either. I, they, they just seem kind of real to me and, and – and a bit ordinary, you know. I love that. I love that I, I imagine if I was the queen, and I was looking around the room, thinking, "Oh God, another afternoon tea. Who do I need to talk to this time?" I'd I'd want to go and talk to Zara. She'd be the best fun, wouldn't she? I
1: think so. It seems like everyone loves chatting to her as yeah. well. We know Kate's close I know. with her. At all those Actually, events. you know what we needed? We needed Kate
0: and Pepper to invite her to the tennis as well, yes. and then have all four of them there. Now that would be a good laugh because she would definitely crack into the champagne afterwards, wouldn't she? Oh, Zara. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, she'd be good. That'd be the ones that would be there. To two in the morning really messy (laughs)
1: anyway enough of that but that's why we love it yes (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us today Ange. thanks zoe and thank you to everyone else for listening for more on the royals please go to newidea.com.au or our facebook page new idea royals and of course don't forget to check out our new royal mag new idea royals monthly on sale now